Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a sales and marketing coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. I work with health, life, and mindset coaches and online service-based business owners to help them get more sales, shift their time to the client generating activities instead of just the busy work, and overcome that social media overwhelm. Let's get into the show. Hey, I want to give you a really important Facebook announcement before we go into today's episode. My free former group called Health Coach Nation was hacked. And what that means is somebody made themselves an admin of the group and removed me from the group. So I no longer have control over the group. I don't know what this person's intent is with the group. I don't know if they're going to start posting in there or messaging people. But my goal for you is to keep you as safe as I possibly can on Facebook. So my suggestion is that you leave the group and you join my new group that I just made called the Marketing Hub Group. We're going to rebuild stronger than ever in the Marketing Hub Group. And what I want to encourage you to do as well is to check out who the admin is in the group by going to the members list. And if you want to report him and block him, you can do that. So I'm very excited about the new group, and I want to also assure you that all my other platforms, social media, and website are secure, and my team has been implementing even more measures of security on all of our other assets. So I hope to see you in the new community, and thank you so much for being a part of my tribe for all these years. But with all these years, we can rebuild, reinvent, and it's never too late to start over. So I'm excited to see you in the new community, and thanks so much. I'm live today with a special guest, and it's Sass, right? Yeah. Sass. And she is going to tell you a little bit about what she does, but we're going to talk about self-sabotage and some of the mindset and emotional blocks you might be having in your business and how to start moving through those because it's one thing to <clears throat> utilize some of the strategic advice that I give and use the podcast to you know improve your sales and all of that but it's another thing if you're afraid to even try some of those yeah. things because you're feeling blocked so Sass um, why don't you just do a quick intro of who you are what you do and then we'll dive into some questions Okie dokie. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Um, as you can tell, I'm not a native of the US. I'm from the UK, which is why it's a little bit dingy here at the moment. Um, my name is Sass Tetzlaff, and I'm known as the True You Coach. And that's because I help women who are trying to either establish or build a business. And they're trying to do it in a way that's not authentic to them. They're, um, as Haley said, you know, they're going through all the strategies. They're ticking all the boxes, but there's something getting in the way, something that feels icky, something that doesn't feel right. They feel they might be on the treadmill and, and they're saying, yeah, but I'm doing all the things. What am I doing wrong? So I help them to dive into basically the, the really, really deep deep stuff and I don't mean traumas and things like that I mean who are you really what is your soul essence of why you came here what is your message what are you trying to say who are you trying to reach and to find the authentic version of that not the oh well 
I've been told I should do this niche because everybody says that this is a really successful one. It's like, but if that doesn't light you up, you will always fall short. You will always have the self-doubts, the, the, as you said, the self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs and all of those things that hold us back. And my approach to it is I am a, an accredited energy alignment method mentor which means I work with energy. So um, yeah, I deal with the nuts and bolts for my clients. I can take them through systems and ways of saving time and everything. But underpinning all that is, is your energy. And energy is basically how you feel about something because if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel excitement, if it doesn't feel joy, you're not going to do it. You're not going to show up 100%. So it's it's those things. And that's my approach to it. Um, I've been in business for myself for 32 years. And when I actually stopped to think about that, I look back at it, I was like, oh, my goodness, 32 years. That That's like forever. That is a whole lifetime that I've actually been in business. And I thought, well, what why how have i managed to sustain that how have i managed to be successful repetitively over and over again i predate mobile phones i predate smart technology i think i predate internet i mean i don't, I don't know but i've somehow managed to get it off the ground and keep it going and navigate all of those changes and all of those things because I only do what is authentic to me, what lights me up, what I know I can create and nurture and build on. So so that's where I come from in, in the coaching world. And I basically only coach women because women have a unique set of blocks and limitations that have been imposed on her, on us, not even of our own making. They have come from societal conditioning, cultural conditioning, historical imprinting, just literally because we're born women, we come into this world with this, you've got to be polite, you've got to please people, you've got to look pretty, I don't know, I don't know, all of those things and we have them drummed into us from being this big and then we try and carry it into business where we've got to show up as the, the CEO and we've got to hire and fire people and da but I, I've got to be polite and, 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 and it shows up and I'm, I'm really simplifying it, but I'm sure your audience can relate to this and go, oh yeah, do you know, yeah, I've got to please everybody and I've got to show up and just be nice to people. You can't do that if you're trying to build a business. And I'm not saying be horrible to people. I'm just saying you need to transcend those limiting beliefs and those that self-sabotage thing about, you know, I'm not worthy or I'm not deserving of just as much success as my male counterparts. Um, and, and that's basically what underpins where I come from. I hope that made it, yeah. <laughs> made yeah. it clear to everybody. Into, yeah, I want to dig into some of that self-sabotage um, behavior and how we can start to change it. Um, somebody said in the comments that I look sad, which <laughs> I'm not sad. I think I just have bad lighting and I have big bags under my eyes today. <laughs> and, my, lighting. Uh, my eyes are kind of watering because my nose is running. So there's a combination of things going on. <laughs> and I spent eight hours at the airport yesterday. So I'm a little sad about that. But 
<laughs> um, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, but if you are watching live and you want to put in the comments a question about um, something having to do with, you know, mindset blocks you're dealing with, feel free to do that. But I want to ask you, um, so let's say somebody is like, all right, I'm excited to start my business. I signed up for a program. I know some steps. I'm all, I'm all yeah. in. Yeah. But then when it comes down to doing it, they're noticing themselves either procrastinating or feeling like, well, I could never reach out to that person because that's a big podcast or that's a somebody with a yeah. big audience or something. Yeah. Or there's just maybe having some self-sabotage. How do we recognize first just self-sabotage? How would you define that? Uh, self-sabotage is anything that shows up where you have the logical steps in front of you. Do this, then do that, then do this, then do that. But you don't do them because of those things, exactly what you were saying. Oh, um, I can't possibly do that. I'm not good enough to do that. Or they don't want to hear from me. Who wants to hear what I've got to say? It's that little voice that sits on your shoulder that says you're not good enough. And there are um, a couple of reasons for that. One of them is ego. And that's not the, oh, I think I'm great. It's the ego is not like that. Ego is designed to protect us and to keep us safe. And it does a really, really good job. So the minute you're about to step out of your comfort zone, try something new, somewhere where you could possibly fail. Oh, oh my God. You know, oh, I'm, I might be really, really rubbish at this. Your ego steps in to say, yeah, you're absolutely right. Do you know what? Yeah, I don't know even know why you're bothering. Just, just, do you know what? Go back to bed. Bed was warm and it was comfortable, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's like, and you suddenly find yourself creeping off back to bed or to the coffee shop. Or you'll find, um, I will do that post when I've cleaned the uh, the cupboard under the stairs, when I've taken the dog for a walk, when I've done all the shopping, when I've um, ordered the kids uh, new trainers for, for PE kit on, um, online. And you will find a dozen jobs to do before you do the one little thing that will take you forward in your business. But you can justify not doing that because you can hold up a huge checklist of, but look, I've been really busy and I've done all of these things except the one thing that will move me forward. So it's great to recognize those things. So, so the ego is one thing. And then the other um, aspect of self-sabotage is that that little voice, like I said before, is the programming. And it may be something, and these are questions that you can ask yourself, and it is a vast subject, which is why working with a coach is so important, because I'm just pulling these out of the ether. If you succeed, would you earn more money than, say, your husband? Ooh, how would he feel about that? Oh, but I don't want to upset him because, ooh, yeah. So do you know what? I'll just play small. If you succeeded, would you earn more money than your parents? Ooh, yeah, mm, that would send a message to my parents that I think they weren't good enough for me and they didn't provide enough for me because I've gone on and earned a lot more money than they ever did and I've succeeded more. So these programs, you can see how they come about and they are playing these records in your head and they are basically rubbish. They are, so what if you did earn more money than your husband you could pay for another holiday you could buy him the, the next toy that he's always wanted for my husband it would be another motorbike so you know but we put these blocks in place and we make them actually quite big and sometimes we don't even really admit them to ourselves 
But when we start to ask the questions, and this is why having a coach is so important, because the coach will guide you not only to the questions, but through and out the other side and beyond so that you can actually get rid of those things. So you can see that self-sabotage and limiting beliefs come in many shapes and sizes. And it, it that is our work. It is to work through them. Sorry. So, yeah. So that, that's what I would say about self-sabotage. Yeah. yeah. I love that you highlighted the one where people look for everything they can do before the <coughs> task. Oh, I got to run my kids. I know. I know. Got to clean the countertop, you know, <laughs> and it's so true. And so I think sometimes we have these beliefs and it's a matter of thinking more <coughs> and just recognizing like sometimes just having the awareness of like, oh, wow, I know I feel that way because blank is enough to just be able to be like, you don't even need to solve for it. But there's other times where something keeps recurring and it feels really heavy and maybe there's something <coughs> more to uncover with the coach. Uh, that's okay. Um, more to uncover with a coach to really figure out how you can move through it. And um, one of the things too that I want to mention is I find a lot of times it's almost like we want to keep our limiting beliefs so bad. Like we want to defend them. We want to justify why we have them. We want to keep them safe. Yeah. We don't want someone to bust our bubble and make us think something different or think bigger because it's really yeah. scary. It's really different. We're not yeah. used to that. And so we're going to come up with every reason why that's not for me because blah, 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 blah. Or I could never do that because blah, 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 blah. And I think, do you want to keep that, right? So how yeah. do we start to transition to being open to letting go of some of our limiting beliefs that we believe are just fact? Like we just think that's who we are and that's how it has to go for us. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I am getting over a cold. Um that's really really interesting because one of the things that we can be presented with is what's called secondary gains so it's like asking yourself the question if i stay small if i don't really succeed but i make myself look as though i'm really really busy and trying but i don't really do what needs to be done and i don't work with a coach and i don't work through these things and da 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 what do you actually gain from that so that this is a really deep question to ask by staying small what do i get what are my benefits so you can kind of twist it around and it's like well if i stay small i can always blame other things for my lack of success i don't have to actually step up and therefore i can't be considered a failure if it doesn't work so there's all of that sort of fear going on. Um, if you stay playing small and, and another secondary gain is I can um, use my children or my elderly parents or the fact that I've got a lot of pets to take care of as an excuse for not stepping up. So if you stay playing small, ask yourself the question, do you get to be able to stay at home and just pretend at being in business? Do you get to hang out with your friends at the coffee shop instead of working on your business? What are those secondary gains to not succeeding? You know, it's a really big flip. And a lot of people say, but surely if I don't succeed, I, I, I don't gain anything. Oh, yes, you do. And you have to ask that question. What happens by by if you had say you, you say you you need to have 10 clients to reach your goals if you don't have those 10 clients 
yeah, you have got a lot of time in your day, haven't you? You can do all the freebie challenges on Facebook. You can go and do some LinkedIn training. You know, so the secondary gains are you get to play. You don't actually get to um, really step up where you have to take responsibility, where you have to make the decisions. And a lot of people are afraid of that, especially women. And we really do need women in business being coached, being encouraged, being supported, and not only by coaches, but by each other, so that making decisions, handling budgets, hiring and firing, um, acquisitions, resources, logistics, become second nature to us. So we are in control of our businesses, therefore in control of our lives, in control of our futures. We get freedom, financial, social freedom, and we can then be the role models for the next generations. And that's big for me. What are we showing our daughters? Yeah. And I think sometimes we have a definition of success that maybe isn't truly accurate, meaning like we think if we're successful, that means we have to leave our family behind or we have to not have weekends or we need to, you know, like we make this definition of like, if I'm successful, then that means I have to leave, not do all these things. Yeah. And of course, you're going to fear that then. Of course, you're going to want to probably try to avoid that. Yeah. And maybe subconsciously. But we have to ask yourself, what's your definition of success? And also make sure your definition of success doesn't require, sometimes our definition of success requires us to be a perfect human robot. Like we think, once I'm successful, I won't be able to make mistakes. Yeah. I will have to work every day from this schedule to this schedule perfectly. I will do these. Yeah. You know, all the, and I think that that's just not true. You're going to still be you. It's yeah. just at a higher level. And exactly. yeah. 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 And one of the things that I can reassure people with is if you have that vision and, and you hold that dear to your heart, as you up level and you reboot and get an upgrade, you literally are just a better version of who you are now. And you don't suddenly become a slave to the, the schedule and a slave to the um, to the number crunching as well. Because, um, I mean, your, your people must see the things on Facebook. And I'm going to be really unpopular here. It's like regularly hit 6K months, regularly bring in da 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 da, da. You will not achieve that in three months. In 10 months, it's unsustainable. You might fluke it and do something miraculous. But unless you've actually built your business from the ground up and got your systems in place and got your message right and, and got your niche right or niche, as, as you guys say, I, I know I have, to, I have to remember to say the right words. <clears throat> that is what is sustainable. And wh whatever figure you're hitting every month will automatically grow as your expertise grows, as your confidence grows. If you go straight in at the six figure months, it's unsustainable. You you don't know how you did it, so you can't repeat it. So do it, do it regularly, do it consistently, do it again. And those months will start rolling in because you laid the foundations properly. And that, you know, with the people, when they're selling you the program, they'll sell you the, the, the exact step-by-step -step strategy. Do this, do that. But if you're not doing it authentically, if you're not doing it confidently, if you're not doing it 
you know, without releasing all the, the limiting beliefs of self-sabotage. And, and if you're not doing it with a network around you of other women who are in business, other women who are going to hold you up on the bad days, who are going to support you, who are going to cheer you on when you, you get a win and a celebration, you're going to be very lonely mm -hmm. in that spot. Yeah, you're hitting the months. Yeah, you're hitting the figures. But you're very lonely. Right. Yeah. And I think so part of what I incorporate, I'm a um, behavioral change specialist and human potential coach. And so I do incorporate mindset in my program um, in addition to the strategy. But I think that because you can't have one without the other, as you said, and I think one of the things um, you mentioned that I wanted to highlight and now I'm forgetting you were saying, um, oh, oh, okay this when everybody's selling okay you get to 6k right now i want to ask you how does somebody here's another big mindset block yeah. i see yeah and it is they feel behind from the get-go because they're not already quote unquote there they're not yeah. there yet and yeah. so they feel i'm behind what's yeah. wrong with me all these other people are succeeding and they compare and they have yeah. uh like impatience so yeah. how does somebody when they're starting their business manage that and juggle with that like behind I'm behind I yeah. am not good enough all that yeah it's about you want to go from a to z or z you can't do a to z without doing b c d e f g h i you just can't because as I say you don't understand how you got there so it's about the journey because even when you get to what your first goal is, there's another goal beyond that. And that's the same for all the coaches and all the successful people you see around. Yeah, they've hit that one and then they went for the next one. And okay, they may be ahead of you, but they did start somewhere. They didn't come out of the womb knowing this stuff or doing this stuff. And it's about finding one or maybe two people that you can emulate and you can say, I like their principles. I like their core values. I like what they believe in. Um, I can admire them and therefore I'm going to emulate and, and if you like copy them, but do it my way. And as soon as you, you kind of realize that that is the journey, you have to start somewhere. So start today, start now. Don't keep putting it off because you think, oh, whatever. And all of those things come crashing in. All the things we've just talked about. You just said, you know, it's okay today i'm going to choose to just do one thing that takes me further one thing on my business that i'm going to write one post i'm going to email one person i'm going to do one thing towards getting my branding right i'm going to choose my colors my ex one little thing and that gathers momentum and like the snowball going down the hill but have fun if if seriously if i can pass one thing on please have fun enjoy what you're doing and then it doesn't matter who's ahead of you you're having so much fun in your lane and and doing what you do and what you love so authentically that if you actually paused to take a breath you'd realize that there's so many people behind you going oh my goodness me look at her i can't possibly look how much fun she's having look how she's doing it she's doing it her way you know so you're always somewhere in the race even though it's not a race but you're always somewhere along that path and the more you decide to hold yourself back by comparing by limiting yourself and that mindset that we've spoken about yeah you will hold yourself back let all that go 
free yourself up, spread your wings and just say, make the decision to say, do you know, I'm going to go for it. And the results are in the future. I'm here and I'm now. What can I do right now? And I, I mean, I was listening to somebody the other day and they said to me, you know, a butterfly and a caterpillar have exactly the same DNA. And that's kind of mind blowing. So what is it that keeps you as a, as a, a caterpillar? Or what is it that you activate? Because that's all it is. There is something in those genes that activate it to turn into a butterfly. It's the same DNA. You're the same person. Are you going to hold yourself back? Or are you going to allow yourself to fly? Yeah, I love that. And I think you brought up a really good point with the A to Z example. So actually, what I think, too, is you don't want to just go from A to Z without going through all the other letters because you didn't become the person yet. You would have had to go through B, C, D, E, F, G, et cetera, to become the person who can handle and be and sustain Z. So yeah. you don't want to skip. You actually want to go through yeah. all this journey. Exactly. And it's a beautiful journey. And you can find the beauty and the wins and the connections and all of that along yeah. the way. And I think fondly about all my firsts. Like I have so many good memories and nothing feels better than that very first client or that very first big yeah. summit or whatever. And now it's like, I'm accustomed to that. So it's not yeah. as much as a thrill, like, Oh, a new podcast came out with me as a guest. Like, no, like that's yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't get me all like riled up anymore because I've experienced it so many times, but enjoy those moments, I think. Yeah. And I think the other thing is if you're at level, like, okay, so going through the alphabet again, let's say you're at C. I think a lot of times we think, I'm at C. Something's gone wrong here. I'm not at Z. And the truth is, no, nothing's gone wrong. This is part of yeah. it. Will is yeah. part of it. Being not there yet is part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think the other thing too, with what you said about having fun, like I have always just enjoyed the journey of entrepreneurship. I think entrepreneurship requires you yeah. to grow more than, uh, you know, I don't know other positions because I haven't been in many. <laughs> I, I worked at startups yeah. uh, and that was a thrill because that's a very fast paced environment. I worked in business development and marketing at those startups. So that was kind of my job experience. And that was a lot. But yeah. the point is, I think it requires you to grow at a deeper level. Yes. And yeah. um, I have found even the fails or what we'd label as fails or like yeah are some, I have fun with that. I'm like, wow, what can I learn from this? This was so interesting. Or yeah, I, I, and I, maybe I'm a little masochistic or something because like, I like, because then the, the wins yes. feel so much bigger when you have that contrast. You've got to have them. You've yeah. got to have that contrast. You're absolutely right. If you went, if you tried to, to set up a business and everything you did succeeded, you would be convinced you were doing something wrong. And the thing about the, and they're not failures. They're not failures. They're, they are just ways to get you back into exactly what you should be doing. If you did something and it didn't go right, you either didn't prep right or you didn't get the right information. You didn't fail. Mm -hmm. You just needed more of something. You needed more confidence. You needed more information. You needed more tech. You needed more whatever. So you, you go, okay, assess regroup and and i want to explain this to to everybody that um we think we, we're going down this path like like a road across the desert and it's in a straight line 
and you know success is is over there at the end no it it goes round and round in circles so everything you do if you think you failed at it there will be another opportunity and another one but you just do them like this so it's a spiral going up success is a spiral not a straight road and it's scenic and it, it sometimes it rains and sometimes you, you stumble you've got to get back up you've just got to get back up and you know i was talking in another group the other day and they were saying uh somebody was saying but you know how do you actually navigate being your own boss and i said well you are just that you are your own boss so you have to be very very clear to your employee what is the job role and then you've got to say, OK, I've got my job description now. I know what my role is. I've got to show up every day and do that or I'll get the sack. It works exactly the same in, in corporate or commercial or whatever as it does when you're, you're, you're working for yourself and you're running your own business. If you don't show up and do your job, it, it will fail. You, you'll get kicked out of the company. <laughs> the company right. will kick you out. It will fail. Right. So it is about being very, very clear what can i do what are my strengths what am i really good at what can i delegate to other people because that's what they are much better than me at yeah. and people get really kind of choked up about delegating to other people like say their branding their graphics or their um, get a va to do the, the the posting or just take care of your admin or just manage i've got somebody who manages um you know my schedule for the week um whichever clients i have that week on a monday they all get the link the zoom link they all get the prompt they all get you know and she manages all of that for me and she that is her mission in life she came into this world wanting to do that kind of job so who am I to, to deny her the opportunity to fulfill her wish of being the best VA in the world? Yeah. So, you know, don't think of it as, as oh, I've failed because I've got to get somebody else to do this aspect of my business for me. If you can get somebody to do the bits that you don't like, that's a win. If you can yeah. find somebody that you trust, that is another pile of good energy and good love in your business that your business can build on and grow from. But if you're in your business doing the really horrible things, and we all have to do that when we start up, when we haven't got any money and we're going from paycheck to paycheck, client to client. I get it. I understand. I do. I've been there. Mm -hmm. But it, it's it's when it starts to roll and when you can delegate those things and then it does free you up because you should be spending 80% of your time doing what you do best. So if sitting in front of clients and coaching them is what you do best, you do that 80% of your time. And if that means you have to get somebody else in to do the admin and everything, so your time is spent 80% doing what you do best, that's how it is. And when you make that decision that this is how my business is going to be structured, I'm not going to do that because I hate doing that. Mm -hmm. Get rid of that kind of energy from your business. You don't need to be going into your business going, there's this, this, and this that I hate doing. Because then your business is thinking, <laughs> she doesn't love me and it's right i don't love that part of you so if you farm that out to people who love doing that it's just love 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 in your business and it will grow it grows on love it's like when you talk to a plant mm -hmm. it grows when you give it love if you if you talk nasty words to it it, it doesn't grow yeah that's a really silly analogy but people understand yeah. what 
saying, you know. I love that. I, I'm really glad you brought that up because we started out the interview with you saying, you know, you should only do things you love in your business. And I think there's other things in your business that still kind of have to happen. Like you yeah. do have to do your accounting, people. Yeah. You got to do what? that. If you don't want, don't want to go to jail, you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't love that, you, you can outsource that. So I'm really yeah. glad you highlighted that as the caveat, like, hey, there's going to be parts of your business maybe you don't love. And yes, maybe in the business, in the beginning, yeah. you might have to experience some of that, but you can find help. You can find resources. You can find tools to make it easier, better, fun, love, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. And the last thing I want to say is when you said, bring it back to today and what can I do today to grow my business? That's so brilliant because the truth is many of you watching probably have a passion or purpose in your business for coaching. And for me, like one of mine is I want to help people have an internal sense of control of the yeah. results they create in their life and like be able yeah. to take that power back and create the business and the life that they really want to live and yeah. know that they can change their thoughts and their actions and all of that to create different outcomes. Yeah. And I can do that whether I'm coaching clients, whether I'm doing this interview, whether I'm talking to somebody on social media at all yeah. times that can be ingrained into my day and how I talk with people and suggestions I make. And so I think we can bring it back to what's your ultimate purpose for this business in the first place? Yes. And how can you just get going and incorporate that in the little things you're going to do today for yeah. your business? So Sass, thank you so much for this. This was super My valuable. I love your analogies. Where can everybody connect with you uh, afterwards? Um, I'm on Facebook mo mostly. Um, I have got a website. I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't really give it any love. <laughs> I'm on Facebook because even, even though the Facebook algorithms changed, groups are still the best place to be on social media, getting to know people, nurturing them. I have a Facebook group called uh, Women Putting the B in Business. It's where it's about who are you in your business? Who are you? get you right first and then put it into the business. Um, I also have a group called the True You Tribe where we talk about finding who, that authentic self. So yeah, um, you've got the spelling of my name down there <coughs> and I'm sure I've given you some links, Hayley. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, connect with me on Facebook. You'll find me there. You can DM me and ask me questions, anything to do with energy and business, limiting beliefs, the um, transgenerational trauma based on gender is a massive subject. So if you're interested in knowing more about that, please get in touch. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. And if anybody else is watching this and you're feeling overwhelmed at what tasks to even do in your business, uh, comment overwhelm below. We'll send you the overwhelm cheat sheet and masterclass. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.